Hey everybody, I'm Lebo and this is Right Side Up. Welcome. I hope you've had a great week. I've had a great week. Um, and yeah, um, I actually wanted to chat to you guys about vulnerability. So I'm reading a book by um, Brene Brown. It's called Atlas of the Heart. And this is this is not the first book of hers that I've been reading. I've read, what's the other one? Uh, Dare to Lead? Yeah, Dare to Lead. And I know that she's got quite a big repertoire. Um, I watch her TED Talks. I... I've watched her Netflix special, so if you haven't checked that out, check it out. Um, but yeah, I love how she she like she always introduces herself as as a researcher of shame because that's literally what she does. She researches shame and uh, vulnerability, and I mean her TED talk I think broke broke the internet at some point, you know. But why did it break the internet? Because I believe, right? This is now my thoughts. I believe that people actually want to be seen we as people i honestly believe that we want to be seen and that's a vulnerability thing um so in her book she talks about ugh, it's too far now it's it's out of reach but anyway she talks about uh vulnerability i mean in all of in all her books she talks about vulnerability as this concept um as as something actually a gateway to uh to trust to better relationships to better working environments um there's so so much from her book that can be just that are just perfect sound bites, you know. Like she has these one-liners, like uh, vulnerability is the beginning of what is it? Vulnerability is the beginning of creativity and innovation, or something like that. That without vulnerability, there is no creativity. Without vulnerability, there is no innovation. Um, and yeah, I mean, she she talks about it, and I mean, this is her life's work, something that she has um, researched for. Ever. And so for us, or for me, I mean, by us, every time I say us, I'm either talking about my family, like my actual husband and children, or my, my team at work, right? But I'll be clear about that. But anyway, so every time I think about that, about that, about, about all of this research, right, that she has done and she continues to do, and she talks about vulnerability a lot, I try to see how, obviously, like... I, with things that I come across in life, I try to see if it's something that I can apply in my life and it will better me, like it will help me be a better human being, but also a better leader because I have a team at work that I look after. So by team, I mean people, right? Because we lead people. We don't just lead um, objectives. We lead people, right? So, so this for me, like reading this book and following her research has been so invaluable. Like it's been... It's been life-changing in how I do team and how I approach team because we lead people. So she's one of the people I, I um, like whose work I follow. This is second to, not second to, like this is after the Bible, right? Because the Bible is my number one um, resource, if you will, that I follow. I mean, Holy Spirit is, is who I follow, you know? Jesus is who I follow. Father God is who I follow because I believe. I mean, I work for church um, and my, my team is a music team, is the worship team. 
um, at church. I'm a musician by profession, and so I work with other musicians, uh, and we serve at a church, and we serve in the worship team, in the, in the worship ministry, and I head up the worship ministry. But in my heading up the worship ministry, I honestly ask Jesus. I ask Jesus for strategies and for um, for plans, for, for, yeah, for strategies, I think that's the better word, in how we build the ministry and how we move the ministry forward because the desire is that we build, we help, we, we come alongside Jesus and, and we just want to be used by him to build his church. So, and his church is not, I mean, anyway, we can get into religion and all of that. It's not a religion thing, but it's more just seeing people and loving people and calling people up. Not calling people out, but calling people up, you know, seeing the gold in someone and then calling it out um, is part, is the best part of our jobs, I think, for sure. So we lead people. And so it's the Bible, it's uh, friends, it's people who have walked the road that I look up to, that I look to as well to help me in this whole leadership thing, because good leaders know that they don't have all the answers, but we ask the right questions, right? I mean, so I ask questions and I, I, I ask questions all the time of people who, who've gone ahead before me, because I want to learn from them as much as I can, because I want to be the best leader that I can possibly be. This is not a talk on leadership, but vulnerability, which actually they do go hand in hand. But today we're strictly talking about vulnerability. So um, yeah, it's a Bible, it's friends and other leaders who've walked the road, not even in, not just in leadership things at work, but people who've walked the road of like marriage, for example, I want to sit down and ask them questions. How did you do this? How are you doing this? You've been married for 35 years. What are the pearls of wisdom? What can I do? You know, I want to learn from people so that I don't have to push so hard against, against doors that have been opened before by other people. So so I like asking questions and sitting, you know, with people and asking them questions and and hearing their stories. Um, so yeah, it's that. It's it's people. It's people who've walked the road before me. It's the Bible, of course. And then I like books, like people who actually are passionate about their calling and passionate about their gifts. Passionate. And really, really good at what they do, like a Brene Brown, like a Simon Sinek. I watch their things. I I listen to their talks as well um, whilst I'm building my leadership and growing in it as well. So I've read some of uh, Brene's books, like I said. And yeah, this thing, vulnerability, keeps being just highlighted as something that we need in in different spaces to grow and to truly feel connected to someone, to truly have unity, to truly have um, a powerful team, which is something I spoke about um, at at a what is it a worship leaders not conference but like um, a retreat. We had a worship leaders, you know, uh, worship leaders from from different countries in southern Africa come together and us just talk about um, you know worship, prayer, just our lives and how we are loving people and how we're leading people and stuff. And I got the opportunity to speak there about cultivating powerful teams and vulnerability was one of the things, um, one of the key points and how we definitely, you know, cultivate powerful teams. Uh, Number one was keeping the main thing the main thing. Now this is for me, again, I'm a Christian girl. So, you know, 
some things may not apply to you and that is okay um that's okay but for me this is how i live my life and this is how i choose to live my life so uh, number one for me was uh, in the talk, in, talk in, in presenting how we cultivate powerful teams and how we are doing it, how I'm doing it in my space is number one, keeping the main thing the main thing. So not not fussing over little things, man. Because man, cause sometimes we, yo, yo, sometimes we can just go off the road, hey, and like find ourselves in the bushes somewhere where you just wonder how did we get here? How did we get off the main road? Um, and for me, the main thing is Jesus. So like if if your eyes are not fixed on him, um, and I mean, this is our team, right? Our, our worship team, it's the worship ministry that, we're, that we are building. The main thing needs to be Jesus. The first thing, the most important thing needs to be Jesus. So we need to be fixed on Jesus, fix our eyes on him so that we are in alignment with him and what he's doing, you know. And the thing is, when we are aligned in Jesus, when we are in alignment with what he's doing, we are, we find ourselves actually aligned with each other. It's very hard to, it's very difficult to, to be out of step with a brother in Christ when you are aligned in Jesus, I find, you know, when you are full, when you are full to overflowing, I mean, this is all Christianese talk, but uh, forgive me, but when you are, when you're content, man, when there's no hole that you're trying to fill, you know, with whatever, when you are at peace, when you're content, we spoke about peace last week, when you're content, when you are, yeah, when you're content, you know, it's very hard to, it's very difficult to start a fight with someone, so just living from the place of keeping Jesus the main thing. So that was number one. Number two was powerful teams have got clear a clear vision. You need a clear vision. You need to know where you're going and how you're going to get there and why you're doing what you're doing. You know, um, yeah, that's just it. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You need a clear vision. You need to know where you're going, why you're going there, and how you're going to get there as a team. And you need to be able to communicate that clearly with the rest of your team so that they know what the vision is, they know what the mission is, and they know the why of what it is that they're doing. So that was point number two. Num- number three was, um, number three was, what was number three? Number three was vulnerability. Um, but I want to keep that to the end. So let's pretend that number three was number four, which was what? Oh, which was being secure. Um, as leaders, you have to be secure. You need to be secure in who you are. Um, and not comparing yourself with the next person. Oh, they have this, they have that. They, we spoke about comparison here as well. You know, check that, uh, check that episode out. But comparison kills, eh? Comparison really, really kills, and it holds you back from from living your best life. Actually, it holds you back from living your best life. And so, if you have different things in your life that you that kind of bring out this whole that highlight this whole you need to compare yourself to this and that, you don't have that, that person has that, take it out of your life. Just move it out of your eyesight. Move it out of your line of sight because it's not helpful to you. It's not helping you because comparison says do what everybody does but just do it better, right? And so you're always just competing with everyone all the time. It's exhausting. Um, yeah, we're not about that comparison game. We lift each other up. We don't compare with each other or we don't compete with each other rather. Um, so yeah, the fourth point, uh, was vulnerability. So I wanted us to speak about it because 
what Brene says in her book, which is really, really true, <laughs> which is true, is uh, vulnerability has always kind of been misunderstood or painted as weakness. It's not weakness. It's actually not weakness. It's actually such a strength to open yourself up. Now, what she also highlights in the book, which I agree with, is opening yourself up doesn't mean you open yourself up to the same degree for everyone. You know, there, there are things that I share with specific people who I know are my inner circle. We spoke about friendships as well and just, you know, different relation, relational dynamics. Uh, there's some things that I tell my husband that I will never tell anyone else. You know, there's some things that I tell my closest friends that I will not tell my colleagues or, or to the same degree. You know, there's, there's stuff I tell my team about me that is about me, you know, personal things. Uh, where I'm opening myself up, I am wise. There is a wisdom to this in who you share your life with. You know, I was saying to my team today, because what we do, uh, just a part of, again, just part of, of how I lead my team and how we lead our teams where I work, um, is we have we have one-on-one meetings, you know, so with everyone that's that's on your staff, that is. So so in my department, we have like staff meetings, right? We have team meetings. So we have a staff and then we've got volunteers as well. So we have team meetings where everybody comes together. It's staff and volunteers. So everybody who's who's serving in the ministry, we come together, we have our team meetings, we talk, we laugh, we eat, we break bread, we dance, we sing, we worship together, we pray for one another, uh, we connect, you know? And then I'll have the smaller team, so or, or the meetings with the staff team, which is the core team, where you know if we meet with with the volunteer team on Mondays and Sundays, the staff team are meeting on Mondays, on Tuesdays, on Wednesdays, on Thursdays, on Fridays. You know, so it's the core team that carries everything um, in terms of vision, making sure that we we decide what it is that we're going for what we're going towards and then we put it together and present it to the rest of the team to our volunteer team and communicating it clearly so that we are all walking towards the same vision and same goal you know so that's what we do but then with my staff team our staff team is five so there's five of us on staff i have one on one meetings with them as well so i'll meet with each and every person in my staff again it's not many but I'll meet with each and every one, you know. Um, we had those meetings today, our one-on-one meetings. I call them link meetings, you know, like a link of a chain. We link together. So I call them link meetings where we sit and one-on-one we talk about how you're doing. We're not talking about work. Um, so in, in the staff context, staff team context, we'll sit down and we talk about um, how can I help you? How can I, you know, uh, how can we better do what we need to do? What we, what do we need to get? Is it equipment? Is it software? You know, we have that kind of meeting when we are together as a staff team. Um, and we have that kind of meeting when we're together as a whole team with our volunteers, our wonderful volunteers. But one-on-one, I'm talking to you as a person. How are you doing? You know, I'm answering the question about how I'm doing. I'm asking you about your child. Um, I'm asking you about your wife. I'm asking you about your dreams. And the thing is, I'm not just asking, but I'm also sharing my life and my story. And so I find those meetings so incredibly important because it's the time when we, when we cultivate a culture of vulnerability. 
you know, um, my team feel like they can trust me with with their secrets. I feel, or well, by secrets, I don't mean like negative. You know, it's not secrets are not a negative. That that word has got a negative connotation. That's not what we're doing. Um, but they can trust me with with their lives. They can trust me with with their desires, with their needs. We pray together. You know, for example, if if a staff member is struggling in their marriage, for example, uh, we'll talk about it. You know, because we want to see people healthy. And of course, I'm not a professional counselor, so my job then would be to see if I can help you. So I'll ask the question, how can I help you? Can I book a session for you for marriage counseling? Should I, should, you know, what should we do? How do you want to, how can I help you? But just having those kind of conversations, being available to have those kind of conversations, I feel is so important in cultivating powerful teams, in, in putting together a team that feels united, that, that moves as one unit, you have to be vulnerable. You have to you have to cultivate an environment of vulnerability. Vulnerability also says, so going back to what Brene Brown was talking about, right? She says that vulnerability, without vulnerability, there's no creativity, there's no um, innovation. That's right. Like if I feel like if I fail in a certain environment, I'm just going to get chopped. I, I can't fail. I can't fail. I can't fail. I need to strive, strive, strive. Chances are... I am not showing up as my full self because all you're getting is me working. I clock out at five o'clock. There's nothing wrong with you just working your butt off and clocking out at, night, at five o'clock. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But I find that in an environment like that, I'm just doing the job. I just do the job and then I go home. But in an environment where I feel like I'm myself, I am seen, I am heard, I'm showing up and, and people can see me and people can uh, hear me and people know me and more than that, I see them, I hear them, and I know them. There's a trust, there's a, there's a, a unity that goes, there's a unity that's just deep and it goes beyond, you know, where I'm not just then doing the job, but I'm doing, I'm giving my ideas, I'm, I'm innovating, I'm thinking outside the box, I am, I feel safe to try things. And even if they don't work out, I feel safe to try things. So, that's that's vulnerability vulnerability does that you know i feel safe to create to to be myself and and so that's the kind of environment that i want to create in my team not just in my team but in my home as well with my children where they feel safe to fail and to get it wrong and then to get up and try again you know uh, knowing that they're not going to be judged they're not going to be ridiculed they're going to be supported you know Part of support is is looking at something, going, okay, so where did we fail? What went wrong? Okay, great. So let's change this. Let's try this. Let's try it again. You know, it's not, oh, oh, you failed. Oh, okay, fine. I'll support you if you're getting help. That's not that's not support. I don't know what that is. That's not support. It's more judgment, yeah? That's not support. But so, yeah, so I had the link meetings with my team. And we don't also just talk about hey, how are you doing? We talk about different things that, that have our interest or attention or whatever that week. Like with the one team member, I could be talking about politics because that's that's kind of where they're at. The one team member, I could be talking about 
uh, pilot's licenses because that's what he wants to do, you know, dreams and aspirations and desires and wants. And with somebody else, I could be talking about health and how they had a health scare. And we were praying in all of those meetings. We are praying. We're praying for the... Um, for the pilot's license, we're praying for politics to come right, we're praying for uh, for health, we're praying for provision, you know? So I just think that, just having that and, and creating that space where people can, where people feel seen and they feel safe to bring their full selves, it's amazing. It's amazing. I feel like, I, I can honestly say that I love my job. Um, the job is not who I am, Right? But I love my job because I work with, man, I work with, with, with good, honest, funny, incredible people, flawed people, of course. You know, do we still step on each other's toes? Of course, we're human, right? But even in that, our culture is, if you step on my toes, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you um, with love. I'm going to tell you, and I won't delay. I'm not going to go tell Mary first before I tell you. I'm going to tell you directly. But my heart posture, so how I come to you is I'm thinking the best of you in that situation. I'm not already thinking, oh, okay, you you wanted to step on my toes. Oh, okay, bye, Felicia. No, you know, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he had a bad day or maybe that's not what they meant. That, that's not what they meant or that's not what they mean. You know, I have an open mind when I'm approaching you. And so when we have that conversation, you know, nine times out of ten, it was just a miscommunication or a misunderstanding. Sometimes it's a, yeah, I'm actually offended um, or actually this did sit wrong with me because blah, 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 you know. But then in that moment, you have the choice to either be offended or to be vulnerable and apologize if you're in the wrong. Even if you're not in the wrong, sometimes you just have to apologize, you know, because you value relationship over being right. So, yeah, so vulnerability. I want to challenge you guys. This is a... This this doesn't, I guess it does lead, uh, end with an encouragement because I like ending my podcasts with, with an encouragement. So I guess it does, this is an encouragement-ish, but it's also a challenge um, for you guys to, to, to build intentionally. So to build relationships intentionally. And what that's going to require is vulnerability. One of the things it's going to require is vulnerability. Go and read the Bible. Um, talk to friends, but read some of Brene's things, you know, because she has been doing this for years. Read some of or watch some of Simon's things. I don't know if Simon has written a book. He might have. I'm sorry if I don't know that. Um, but practice vulnerability. Um, it's not weakness. It is not a sign of weakness, but it's a sign of strength, actually, of courage. It, it, it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable and to show up and be seen. I feel like that's that's all we want. We want to be seen, but then we don't want to do the step that will take us there. And that step is vulnerability. We need to open ourselves up. Does it mean that you're going to open yourself up to some hurt? Of course. Of course you're going to get hurt in the process. Of course there'll be people that that leave you, you know, that, that kind of like fall away, but maybe they were not your friends to begin with, you know. Um, of course there's going to be hurt, but you will walk through that and you will come out at the end of it. Um, so be vulnerable. See where that takes you. It is not a weakness, but it's courage. It takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable. So my challenge to you is to build, 
to cultivate environments of unity and love and respect through, by being vulnerable, through vulnerability, to practice vulnerability and see where it gets you. So that's us for this week. Uh, catch me next week. Let's, let's, yeah, let's chat again next week. Come back, okay? Come back next week. Don't be like, oh, vulnerability, I don't want to do this, yuck. Do it. Do the work. Do the work. It's going to be painful. It's going to be hard. But we do the work and you'll actually be so much better for it. So be vulnerable. Peace.